When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish. The podcast that never hesitates. <laughs> To have the difficult conversations. Aww. What are we waiting for? About okay. gay stereotypes. You, oh, oh, <laughs> you were interrupting oh. me, Mike. Great. Sorry. Sorry. My bad. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today, we're going to talk about backwards hats. We're going to talk about the 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 orgasm maker itself. Yeah. So, I mean, really, really, kids, it's just going to be the news and then Kyle moaning for about 10 minutes. And then we'll be done with the episode. That's what everyone's been wanting all this time anyway. So I think it's I think it's fine. Yeah. Okay. But I can put a I can put a pause in my I've been t- so turned on researching. Okay. I can put a pause okay. in in this. Put a butt plug in that. Put a butt plug in. Yes. Okay. Great. Um, well, you do the first. news, 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 the news, the news, the news, the news, it's the news, the news, the news, it's the news, the news, the news. Great. It keeps getting better, Kyle. Just <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, uh, and we're remote today because of snowpocalypse. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. There, I got like ten inches last night. Oh God, lucky bastard. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, news the first. Here we go. So the UK government is starting a weird program that I hate. Okay. <laughs> Where they will fine universities if they cancel hateful speech speakers. So basically, if a university is caught canceling a transphobic or homophobic speaker, they could be slapped with hefty fines under new plans announced by the government. So... Under, uh, like, what rationale are they giving? So that that's what we really need to talk about is the, the right, the conservative right, the fuckface asshole dickbag <laughs> right, believes that college campuses are unfairly targeting them and their beliefs. And it's been, it's been a trope in the United States for a very long time. I didn't realize it was elsewhere also, but apparently in the UK, it's enough of a thing also that the conservative government, the Tories, have... have um, it's it's like reached the level of prioritization that they feel the need that they need to institute this program. So education secretary Gavin Williamson uh, is expected to announce new measures to strengthen legal protections for free speech in higher education. This is according to the telegraph. So he's introducing the role of a free speech champion. That's what they're <laughs> calling this person, the free speech champion who will be given powers to deal stiff sanctions to colleges or student bodies that attempt to cancel, dismiss, or demote those who hold controversial views. They're calling it the war on woke. Um, It has been hailed as a bid to defend academic freedom in public institutions with the objective that public funds must never be used for political purposes. But of course, critics fear it gives universities the green light to to platform transphobes, homophobes, sexists, and racists all under the guise of free speech. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, the, anyone like if people that label things as woke or too PC or you're overly sensitive, those are all people that have never had repercussions for the things they've said. And now they're starting to get repercussions and they think that's um, that's what it feels like to be marginalized. They're like, oh, now I know how it feels to be gay. I'm being marginalized for my beliefs. It's like you, you starting to feel <laughs> consequences yep. is as it's just not you just have to suck it up and deal with it like they, the the ones that are enacting the free speech are the ones that are canceling programs or saying we're not going to watch your thing like we are exercising our rights not to be involved in shitty things and if yep. you think that's canceling you then you've just never had consequences yep 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 absolutely absolutely i also think um this is kind of a weird connection that i'm making but it's it's a little bit like voter fraud like all of these efforts by republicans in this country to stop voter fraud which is a problem that doesn't actually exist (laughs) yeah um uh the uk government put out a report on this topic in which that the finding in that report was quote we did not find the wholesale censorship of debate which media coverage has suggested (laughs) so the government their government studied this said it wasn't a problem but here comes the solution yep (laughs) (laughs) but here comes the solution anyway yep oh god okay um news the second yeah great so this is real sad i'm real sorry okay um but on thursday february the 11th the mississippi state senate passed a bill 34 to 9 that bans trans athletes from school sports. Mm. Um, the wait, just completely. Well, so so the supporters of the bill were arguing that transgender girls are naturally stronger, faster, and bigger than cisgendered counterparts. Right? It's the they have a penis and testosterone, so they have an unfair advantage. Um, people don't seem to care the other way as much. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. Um, so much of it is. Um, just ridiculous so so first of all there's no there's no sound body of evidence that says that there is an advantage that testosterone confers that makes it worth it uh second this idea this is so fucking ridiculous this idea that like there's some boy out there who is cisgender boy who is bad at sports so he thinks i know I'll pretend to be a girl so I can kick their asses. Like th- that's what they, that's what they're saying. They think is happening. Like again, a problem that they are solving that doesn't exist. Isn't that the plot of the movie? She's the man. Isn't that <laughs> the person Amanda Bynes plays. I never saw it, but <laughs> maybe I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know either. It's the same thing about the bathroom thing. Like there are a bunch of men out there deciding that they want to go into women's bathrooms. Like the, the, your concern is with cis dudes, re, honestly. Like, if that's what you're worried about, you should talk to your cis folk and, f- and fix yourselves. Yep, absolutely. God damn it. There um, is, um, <laughs> there is something that it was like, oh, it's just beautiful. A, a transphobe trying to uh, be transphobic as they do and tweeted <laughs> something like, cis women will never be men. <laughs> or sorry, <laughs> trans women will never be men. <laughs> it's like <laughs> accidentally supportive. <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of straight people that I see that just are super confused on what it means to be trans, what it means to be a trans man, what it means to be a trans woman. It's 
yeah, it if you seems can't pretty define simple those, to us, but if you can't define those first, then you you're you have no opinion. <laughs> you're like you're not. <laughs> you need to get through a couple steps to even like be a part of this conversation. <laughs> oh God. Um, I I want to point out also that this has been studied a little bit. Phoenix Children's Hospital's uh, adolescent medicine program. Um, there was an interview with Dr. Vinny Chulani, who's the director of that program, and uh, said, quote, when you take a look at some of the studies that have been done on trans females in terms of their athletic ability, it overlaps with the range that you would expect from cisgender women. There is no body of evidence to suggest that there is an advantage. Yeah. Yes. God damn it. Yeah. Okay. News the last. Great. Okay. Uh, apparently a remake of the wizard of Oz has been announced and gays really? are losing their shit. I didn't know that. Yep. Uh, Nicole castle or nickel castle. Is that a man or a woman? That's something I should probably have known or a non-binary person. Um, she Nicole castle. It's just spelled without an E in the end. So it look like could be a dude's name. Don't know. No, <laughs> Nicole castle who's previously directed on hbo's watchman has signed on to direct a new adaptation of the wizard of oz for new line cinema so as we've talked about before on the show the wizard of oz and dorothy and friends of dorothy like the, the wizard of oz is a queer icon movie mm -hmm. and people are real worried that they're gonna fuck it up oh god um, so uh she she said quote i'm incredibly honored to bring this beloved classic to the screen I'm exhilarated and humbled by the responsibility of reimagining such a legendary tale. The opportunity to examine the original themes, the quest for courage, love, wisdom, and home feels more timely and urgent than ever. Uh, but uh, it, a lot of people on, on on social media have been saying the the same trope that we've heard a lot of, like, don't fuck up my childhood or like, <laughs> don't don't fuck up my icons. Yeah. Um, because there are a lot of remakes out there in the universe, and is is this one perfect and shouldn't be touched? I don't know. What do you think? What do you what do you make of all of that? I mean, I, I think the entire like remake Hollywood knows they can bank on certain franchises, and it's much more dependable to remake something than try to present new uh, stories, new ideas, new concepts. So, I mean, I mm. I think especially given how behind like the industries are on people's trends and moving to digital and it increased this. Is, I don't know if that's true. I just think it increased the studio's reliance on remakes of things to bring in some level of income. And mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. kind of depletes the, the new interesting stories that could be told. And that's just one more reason that more stories and people are drawn to things like YouTube or, you know, independent filmmaking or, you know, things that allow people podcasts just allows unique people. We are no, like you and I are no one like, and we can talk about shit. So like we wouldn't ever be able to do this unless there were podcasts and independent places to produce stuff. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, to, to your, to your point about stories, um, there are some interesting ideas out there about what this should be like, what mm. this, what differences might this uh, production explore that could be then worth it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, at Haley St. James on Twitter said the only reimagined wizard of Oz I want is one where Dorothy is a lesbian and Ozma is her trans girlfriend. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, at water drinker H2O said, uh, why don't you put your money where it'll really count and make the tin man gay. <laughs> And uh, at Savvy Literate took it one step 
further and said, look, I want my openly gay scarecrow and tin man living in a giant golden ear of corn and winky country. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> Is the tin man going to have like abs drawn on him or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's going to stuff the scarecrow. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> That's the news. Wait, you didn't talk about the one remake that even more gays are talking about, and that's Taylor Swift's love story, Taylor's version. And that's the news. <laughs> <laughs> one one quick correction. Uh, there is an E on the end of her first name. Whatever whatever article you looked at, they they misspelled her name. Oh, okay, God. great. <laughs> That's the that's the hard hitting reporting you can expect out of Gage. <laughs> Do you find that article on like internetnews.com? Uh, pink pinknews.co.uk. Oh, that's that's, a, that's one should be that's a big one. They usually do okay. Shame on you, Pink News. I call yeah. on it. Can't let's cancel Pink News. Um Yeah. Do you want to talk about backwards hats, Kyle? No, I want to say thank you. To the following okay. Patreon members. I mean, yes, l- let's be honest. Yes, I do want to talk about backwards mm-hmm. hats. So let's get through this as quickly as you can. You give us money. We make stuff that you can listen to privately and that we have a lot of hours of free content. Not free. You pay for it. It's the opposite of free content. <laughs> so I want to thank the people that have uh, joined recently. Uh, Joshua McIntyre. Uh, mm. That's a hot name. Uh, Christina Pichu, who's one of my friends. Uh, she, uh, uh, Jacques Venter. Uh, James Barrow and August Sturgill. I might have, I might have pronounced everyone's name right. We'll see. Um, if you want to be awesome, go to Patreon.com/slash/GayishPodcast and check out some of the options and levels. Yeah, indeed. Backwards hats. Now you want to talk about backwards hats? Yeah. Okay, I was going to start. Is that all right? Yeah. So I can just moan quietly in the background while you. Talk yep. first? Okay. Yeah. Well, the, the first thing that I wanted to talk about is, is uh, I, I hope not too uncomfortable. Oh, God. Like, I'm absolutely serious. This is not a joking question at all. How serious are you about this backward hat thing being like the hottest thing ever to you? Uh, not joking at all. <laughs> but not I joking th- at all. I think that dude, a backwards hat makes a dude look more attractive and i think it's super hot and i've once asked someone to wear a backwards hat when he came over to hook up with me like Uh, yeah it is a i'm very into it it's a it's a legit serious phenomenon it's it's like it comes up on the show pretty regularly but like you're not joking like it's really a thing for you yeah which is a good question because like there are things that i joke about and or, or like play up a whole bunch i don't think i'm playing this up i really do like backwards hats yeah, so I, I even like I want to do me right now because I can see myself in the Zoom call wearing a backwards hat. <laughs> Fucking Dan's wearing a backwards hat. I know. I, I would do both, but we have a threesome with me and Dan. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um. So, what I wanted to ask, uh, what well, I wanted to ask the question I already asked. Mission accomplished. <laughs> there, check. You did it. Uh, uh, <laughs> But but I, I I wanted to, I wanted to sort of dive into where you think that comes from. Why that, do you think that's true? Because go ahead. Oh, that was that was uh, kind of a something I was going to talk about. But yeah, okay. Hey everybody, just so you know, sometimes we plan the show while we're on the show. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, I I just well, okay. Now I don't want to fuck up your future no 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 no, no. you i i you you do i I was going to talk about like kind of more broadly why 
why is it that we are into people or things we shouldn't be into? Because I think that's part of where it comes from is like there's a level of being attracted to like, you know, being attracted to uh, like the dude at the Capitol uh, Hill riot, like being attracted mm-hmm. to Nazis, being attracted to like there's there's a certain excitement that you can get or even just like kinks that that you know you're not supposed to be into like familydick.com or whatever like there's something okay dan (laughs) calm it down um (laughs) there's something attractive about some of these taboos and things you're not supposed to be into so uh, i I, that's what i uh, what i was going to talk about so but it not you know not specifically like backwards hats though okay so do you have any theories? What I have plenty of theories, and I want to go into like the history of backwards hats and and how they sort of entered our culture. But I, I was just wondering if it had anything. Like I could see a young Kyle gets into Pokemon, and sometimes Ash Ketchum turns his hat backwards. Like that's part of what what happened. And like for some reason, like you wanted to bang Pikachu, so now suddenly you're into backwards hats. Like that. Like there's. <laughs> Ooh, you just said a bunch of stuff that's not true about me. Just to clarify, I don't want to bang Pikachu. I want to bang his evolved form. Okay, great. Pikachu. Yeah, me. <laughs> so here's something you might take umbrage with. Okay. If if you're serious and backwards hats are like a boner producer for you, uh-huh. it, then that's that's a fetish, right? Like that's like textbook oh. definition of a fetish. A fetish is a quote form of sexual desire in which gratification is linked to an abnormal degree to a particular object, item of clothing, part of the body, etc. I take Are no umbrage. You're I, comfortable. You're comfortable labeling that as a fetish for you. Yeah, I take fumbridge. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> the bridge to fun town. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I did not BT jobs. I, I was looking up some of the like pop culture, like backwards hats, like where in history people like wore them. I did not know Ash Ketchum uh, wore a backwards hat. So I'll just tell you, it's not from that. Okay. Okay. And, and, and you also, but you, you also don't have any ideas where from. I have ideas. I want to hear you. I want to hear your guesses first and I'll see if anything resonates or like, okay. When you talk about, I know you talk about the history a lot in the most recent episodes. I've been like, there's no way Mike can talk about the history of this. And this is when I was like, okay, backwards hats. There's not going to be a history to this, but you just said there was. So, okay, great. I'll dive right into that. then. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I just didn't know that that was the thing. Okay, go ahead. So it's important when we talk about this that we separate out the difference between backwards hats as in baseball caps, which is what you seem to mean when you talk about your fetish for backwards hats. Okay. Um, But there are other kinds of hats and they can and have been also worn backwards for various reasons. Um, What? You're making a face. Uh, Yeah. Are there other things? I don't I mean, even know I, what you're talking about. I wore I wore this hat backwards earlier for our selfie, and you yeah, were well, not you can, into me. So you can wear a I, t-shirt backwards, but that doesn't mean it's a thing. <laughs> like, okay, that's not a hat you wear backwards. All right, that's well, not true. I can see Samuel L. Jackson wearing that hat backwards. Okay, okay. Well, so wearing a backwards baseball hat is actually known as catcher style, which is hilarious in a way because. Uh, pitchers and catchers, tops and bottoms. That means you're into the bottoms if they're wearing their hat backwards in a baseball context. 
Um, but the the first time that that was true, uh, that that happened, was likely in 1876. A college player wore a catcher's mask for the first time in an official baseball game. And what, else, what did they do before that? Just have open faces? Yes. Open faced catchers? Just take it in the face. That's <laughs> oh, a facial you don't want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I mean, some people are probably into that, but getting nose blasted by a hardball is probably not a good idea. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, in order to put a catcher's mask on, you have to flip your hat backwards. The bill mm-hmm. is in the way. So you wear the bill as part of the uniform and to keep the sun out of your eyes. But in order to put a catcher's mask on over that, you've got to flip it around. And that's exactly what he did. And uh, it is and, and a, a revolution was born, Kyle. <laughs> um, but then uh, I have these this notes about a catcher actually entering mainstream culture as as a euphemism for a bottom uh, as part of season one of Queer as Folk, where apparently Brian Kinney brings home a pair of, of twins, twin twinks, <laughs> and one is wearing catcher, uh, a shirt that says catcher, and one is wearing a shirt that says pitcher, and it becomes very clear what the meaning is there. Huh. Um, I couldn't find the scene to watch it, but uh, <laughs> uh, 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 apparently, anyway, but that's, it's it's all about the catcher in baseball, uh, and and that's that's why they started flipping it around. But then a lot of people also point to it as a specifically 1990s thing. And that was the point at which a whole bunch of stuff happened. Um, Some people pointed out uh, the Fresh Prince of Mm -hmm. Bel-Air. He he often wore a a backwards hat. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr., who was a Seattle baseball player, uh, quite famously uh, is... um, Associated with a backwards hat enough that there was debate about whether his statue in the Hall of Fame was going to be wearing his hat backwards or not. It was like an iconic part of his persona as a baseball player. I'm going to was talk it? more about him later. Oh, okay. Uh, no, ultimately, uh, at least one article that I read said that his they it, he has his, his hat on the boring way, uh, <laughs> and. Uh, there's a scene from the movie, uh, Clueless, where she is talking about, um, Alicia Silverstone's character played Cher, and she had negative comments about what was then already an established fashion trend. She says, quote, so, okay, I don't want to be a traitor to my generation and all, but I don't get how guys dress today. I mean, come on. It looks like they just fell out of bed and put on some baggy pants and take their greasy hair. Ew, and cover it up with a backwards cap and we're supposed to swoon? I don't think so. Um, But does that jibe for you that it's a 90s thing? Because my my sensibilities want to say that it's older than that, but it might not be. I... Okay, honestly, when I was like looking at backwards hats, all those examples like are things that I, I came across as well, but I did not like did not see clueless when I was growing up, did not watch Ken Griffey jr. Did not, uh, I, I did watch, like I saw episodes of fresh Prince of Bel air. That wasn't like a, you know, a staple or anything like the Simpsons was for me. So I don't no, not really. I don't like associate it with anything, any time period specifically when I saw those things, I was like, okay, yeah, that, I guess that makes sense. But well, one, uh, one of the, earliest examples of of this sort of 
renaissance of backward hatness in the 90s is is the hilariously named movie Over the Top, uh, which starred Sylvester Stallone. Uh, He was a long haul truck driver who tries to win back his alienated son, Michael, while becoming a champion arm wrestler. And uh, oh, that's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's he's a struggling trucker who uh, arm wrestles on the side to make extra cash while trying to rebuild his life. Um, And basically, every time he goes to arm wrestle, he rolls up his sleeve, big old flexy bicep and turns Mm -hmm. his hat backwards. And that's how he arm wrestles. Mm -hmm. And uh, like his backward hat is what gives him macho man power and. Improves his ability to arm wrestle. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it, uh, it it's like one of the worst movies of all time. <laughs> uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it an approval rating of 30%. Damn. Um, Metacritic has a 40% based on reviews from 12 critics. Um, Variety called it, quote, routinely made in every respect. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, there, there are some people who take that movie as it's hard to know what's like what's cause and what's effect sometimes but that's like the early days of a a reemergence of backwards hats backwards baseball hats as as part of the culture associated with manliness manhood machismo it's all bods yeah it's all straight dudes too that you said right yeah yeah all straight Mm -hmm. dudes absolutely Mm -hmm. um yeah. Can I tell you then, can we talk a little bit more about the stereotypes of backwards hats? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I want to, I want to start with, well, I, I want to play an episode of a podcast I found. Mm. Um, their latest episode was, it's about several things, including backwards hats. It's called Pool Boys Recommend, and it's three guys <laughs> that each recommend something to another guy on the show and they have to do it and then they come back and talk about it so like someone recommended that he create his own version of the big mac and so he talked about that another one on this episode recommended that he wear a backwards hat (laughs) so he talked about his experience wearing a backwards hat so i want to play that uh episode or that that portion of the episode um okay it's 6 p.m you're uh you're surfing channels trying to find the news Mm. You got a channel mm. one, mm-hmm. neat newsreader, mm-hmm. a lovely blouse, mm-hmm. yeah, and you're tuning in to hear the latest updates to COVID nineteen, yeah, mm-hmm. hear about the vaccine rollout, yeah, yep. and the fall of American democracy. Yes, mm-hmm. and you check channel two, mm-hmm. and there's another newsreader, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, with a backwards cap on. Mm. Yep. What's he talking about? Yeah, but uh, both female. Who, who would you tune into? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. What what's she talking about? Yeah, what's she talking about? Same, same sort of stuff. Same sort of stuff. You think? Yeah. The fall of American democracy. Yeah, yeah. You know, just dated the news. You know. Yeah, I'm into it's it. Backwards hat uh, news. Backwards hat news. I want to see backwards hat news. I mean, absolutely. What, I watch what a novelty! Yeah. Sounds fantastic. Sounds great. You're both lying. And you're both wrong. wrong. Plus, I know the back of their neck isn't burnt, which I always wonder about newsreaders because you never see the back of their neck. That's right. <laughs> wait, wait, okay. The only thing putting a, a hat backwards on your head does. Yeah. Is tells people that you are not to be trusted. You're not qualified, <laughs> and you don't know what you're talking about. This oh, slander. This is <laughs> no slander. I don't. I don't know about this, man. This is kind of kind of weird. Okay, it's kind of weird reaction from someone Such... who looks so relaxed. So Did you just want to hear their accents. Solid bonus to this. <laughs> Australian dudes talking about backwards hats. What more could you want in a podcast? <laughs> Great. <laughs> um. 
uh, yeah, they they <laughs> they were talking about the one that was forced to wear a backwards hat was like, this is stupid. I look horrible. There's no reason to wear a backwards hat. There's no point to it. Only skateboarders do it. And you could hear him talk about like, you don't trust Pete. If you saw someone on the news wear a backwards hat, you wouldn't trust them. And the other two were, I don't know if they were joking or not, but like, yeah, I want to hear. That's interesting. That's different. I want to hear what backwards hat has to say. Uh, so uh, those are I some of the, I think, kind of general commonplace stereotypes that there are about people wearing backwards hats. What else, what else do you think of when you think of backwards hats? Um, I think of, uh, I associate it with like Peter Pan syndrome for some reason. Like I, I, I think of, of backwards hats as being this like youthful energy, but sometimes taken on as an affectation, like especially like dudes in their thirties and forties, they put on a backwards hat and now suddenly they look and act like they're 20. Mm. <laughs> um, like, like Dan could be in high school for all I know. No. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, but, and, and I associate it with a, with a lack of seriousness, I mm. think is part of that whole thing. Yeah. Like you, you don't take anything seriously, especially yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's so interesting to me. Some of the like codes of conduct that we have for, just existing in the world and yeah one of them like you would never wear a backwards hat to an interview you would never wear a backwards hat like i don't know yeah there are just a bunch of times where you're not supposed to and if you do you're not considered like yeah like you said not serious or you're i don't know yeah there's just like a like a negative kind of you're not put together kind of association with it yeah yeah I also assume straightness or mm. if it's on a gay guy trying to evoke the broy stereotype and get the attention from that. Uh, that is a very good lead into uh, the ask Reddit segment I'm going to do. Okay, great. Don't ask Reddit. Ask <laughs> Kyle. Ask Kyle to ask Reddit. Um, <laughs> gay backwards hats. Yes, th like those have a very different stereotype than I think straight dudes wearing it. Because straight dudes is like, yeah, you're a skater, or you don't, you're taking on authority, or whatever. And gay dudes, it's like, yeah, you're trying to be mask. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> I found a post. Uh, well, first, I found a post in in uh, Quora that surprised me and uh it's from a year ago and it asked is wearing a cap backward a sign of being a gay <laughs> which you know i i never associated backwards hat with gayness i'd never thought of that as a gay stereotype have you um n n no i mean only only in a like the gays that play organized sports together um mm. but not a gay stereotype, no. Yeah, so that, I, I agree that 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 post surprised me. I just never considered that any kind of gay stereotype. Um, so on Reddit, user threw away BB says, "Why is it becoming so popular for muscle bottoms to wear a cap backwards in gay porn?" Okay, now I'm turned on. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Come over to this side, Michael Johnson. The hats are backwards and the sex is forward. <laughs> um, uh, user Princey5 says, pretty much the only way I wear my caps, about 95% of the time, 
Now that I know it's associated with a willingness to perform oral sex, going to wear them with even more pride. Yeah, I, I have heard I've, I have heard that before, right? Similar to the you can't put a face mask on. You also can't get the dick in your mouth mm-hmm. if you've got the bill in the way. I and, did pull up Urban Dictionary and confirm that uh, Urban Dictionary says baseball hat. Wearing your baseball hat backwards means you're ready to perform oral sex immediately because you mm-hmm. don't have to waste time to turn the bill out of the way. Mm-hmm. Then again, like there's something hot about like your like about to give someone a blowjob and you like turn your hat around. Like that's kind of hot. Mm-hmm. Or like you have a necklace on and you like have to, you like put it like the thing to the back. Cause you're like getting ready. Yeah. yeah. Um, user Brad seven, two Oh three, two. I remember going to the food court at the mall in the nineties. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's nineties. And you always had a pretty good idea of who is cruising by who had their caps turned backwards. Especially if you noticed the same guys walk through the area several times. Interesting. So that, uh, yeah, again, like a stereotype, a gay stereotype that at least in someone's experience was a signal that they used for cruising to see if they're gay. User pretty sneaky 71 says it helps hide the purses falling out of their mouths. (laughs) Cool. Cool take, bro. Um, But yeah, the, the idea of it as a masculine thing or trying to make yourself look a little bit more masculine is definitely one of the ideas people have. Um, speaking of which, uh, user picked cheat says IDK to me, caps feel like someone who's insecure about their manliness, trying to accentuate that they're manly, but the act of doing so also makes them look more childish. I'm feeling that. I feel you in how so. I mean, the, the desired effect is masculine. Like there, it's it's a it's a masculinizing accessory, or at least a lot of people consider it to be. But it's also, like I said earlier, something I associate with childishness. Hmm. Um, so I I I feel that. Hmm. Uh, user Pyrospark says I see a lot of porn videos where the straight guy has a backwards cap to identify that he's straight. Yeah, which I could see that too in like older porn videos of like okay, we need to make you the straight dude that gets, you know, whatever, decides to have sex with a guy for the first time. Like, and a backwards hat, I could see that being a, you know, one of the ways that they kind of signal that. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely like, it's it's, it's enough of a thing that it's code. Like, it definitely yeah. means something, right? And And I think what's so weird in looking this up is there are a bunch of opinions from a lot of people, I think I'm going to talk in another segment. I'll talk more about uh, other shitty ones, but like there's, but there's such a range of things. Like it's a straight thing. It's a gay thing. You're cruising. You're trying to be more masked. You're trying to give a blow job. Like there's just, it's all over the place in terms Mm -hmm. of what people think it mean. And I don't, I, I don't know of what other stereotype we've talked about that has had this wide range of different things it could mean to different people with such strongly held beliefs about those things yeah 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 absolutely right did it feel that way when you were doing research yeah yeah it it absolutely did like um it, it it it's interesting that it means something like everybody like universally recognizes <laughs> it as a symbol of something but that (laughs) that something is so many different things to so many different people depending on who they are and what they want and what they see yeah yeah um absolutely yeah it's like no one like there are certain things like you wear a watch it's just like i don't know you don't really think about it but like you put on a hat and that's what you notice 
Yep. So one thing that it means, this that's an awkward seg- segue, but here we go. <laughs> no, that seemed good to me. <laughs> okay, great. Um, is uh, I need to refresh this page because now there are a bunch of ads over it. God damn it. Cram.com. <laughs> well, all right. I'm kind of winging it a little bit because I can't get this web page to cooperate now. Well, but, we can. Um, do you want to wait? No, that's fine. Um, <clears throat> one interesting backward hat thing that I found that I promise comes back to gayishness is the novel, the catcher in the rye by okay. JD Salinger. Have yeah. you read it? Yeah. Do you remember I, it? I, that's one of my favorite books. Yeah. Uh, do you remember that Holden Caulfield, the, mm-hmm. the protagonist, uh, wore a backward hunting hat. He, <gasps> it was a, is this where it started? It was that, a, like uh, for a long time, I would say that was my favorite book, but I haven't read it in so long. And then like, you know, dude that killed a bunch of people read that book and liked it so everyone was like "Ooh!" but did i get it from this maybe it's possible i mean that 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 book was written in the 40s and uh he wore a backward hunting hat and he even refers to it uh once as quote it's a people shooting hat and the idea that that's why it was backwards and the whole thing was meant to be a counterculture sort of misanthropic statement about rebellion and uh, it, it, I, I think that that's that's really interesting because that that book was so famous and became so censored and controversial in in school districts. And w- one of the one of the the themes in there is because of this rebelliousness and 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 sort of antisocial behavior that's built into the character. And he has a backward hat on, so it's it's a chicken and egg problem there like does that work for that character because backward hat was already sort of established as a thing that marked you as a uh, outsider or or did the fact that this character have a backward hat on take on a life of its own because of the book um but uh uh, throughout the book he uses the hat in the ways any common person would um but uh he talks about like i would look weird wearing it in public so he takes it off at the train station and and um, it, but he, he, he uses it as a, uh, one of these, uh, analyses that I'm reading, um, says, quote, he uses the hat as a protective shield of sarcasm that allows him to remain immature and avoid the necessary interaction to grow up. So some other stuff about Holden Caulfield and that book, do you remember the gay shit that happens in that book? I don't at all. So there are a couple of of things that happen in that book that are that are um, gay and, and not gay, but um, touch on homosexuality. So uh, Holden Caulfield uh, at one point meets his old classmate, Carl Luce, for drinks at the Wicker Bar. <laughs> um, and uh, apparently uh, Holden suspects him of being gay and spends a lot of time in that scene uh, questioning him about his sex life and annoying him. <laughs> and um, so much so that this character says to Holden, you should go see a psychiatrist to better understand yourself. And then uh, later on in the book, uh, he goes and visits his former uh, English teacher, Mr. Antolini, who gives him a place to sleep. And then uh, Holden wakes up and finds that Mr. Antolini is patting his head, which Holden interprets as a sexual advance and he gets really upset and he leaves and spends the rest of the night in a waiting room at the grand central station. And uh, so there's those, those two examples. And in this whole theme of like, 
the most virulent homophobes are probably the gay ones. Is Holden <laughs> Caulfield gay? It it the what I remember of him is very like reflective analyzing everything around him, trying to understand the world in a way that other people didn't. Um, and that's why the stream of consciousness way of writing works really well for him because of just his way of thinking. And uh, so to me, like asking uh, that gay guy, a bunch of questions is not reflective necessarily of being interested in having gay sex. It's just like, this is a unique thing that other people don't do or talk about. Let me talk to you about that. Um, I, so uh, I don't, at least not based on what you said, nothing specifically has told me that he was, even that he was homophobic. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll buy that. Um, I think it's interesting that it would come up at all in a book geared toward young adults in the 1940s and fifties. Yeah. He calls homosexuals flits, which that's, oh. that's one I would like to bring back. Cause I think it's funny. Yeah. He's such a flit. Um, <laughs> I've never heard that word for anything, yeah, much well, he, less. Well, he uses it to describe his classmate. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and then there's there's other tie-ins too of of like you know this this book being dangerous, and uh, there's a it, it has this dubious distinction of being both the most banned in 1981. It was both the most banned and second most commonly taught book in the United States. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And, and the, the banning thing, actually there's a tie into uh, local history. Apparently Issaquah, Washington, was the high school oh. that like had this big showdown about, about this particular book that, that then uh, sort of, uh, you know, blew up from there. Well, so th that's that's Holden Caulfield. Um, he had a backward hat. It was a hunting hat, but a backward hat that m meant, you know, this this rebellious streak. And and there were a couple of gay things that happened in that book. And I, I don't know how it all ties in, but it ties in for me, Kyle. I need to reread that because I've long considered that one of my favorite books. And I, it's just been so long and I don't even remember it. Um, it is. I really liked the the stream of consciousness way of writing. And I've, like, like the very first thing I published uh, was written in that kind of style. Mm -hmm. And now that you talk about it, it's a dude that had an English teacher as a mentor that he befriended. And also what there's a scene where he's like at a bar with a friend mm. and they like kind of have a gay thing. But yeah. so maybe I picked up a lot from that more than I remember. Maybe so. Maybe you're the next JD Salinger. Great. <laughs> I, that would be lovely. But, um, well, let me tell you about, this other thing about straight people. Okay. <laughs> I found a blog post about wearing backwards hats. Great. On okay. a site. It's good so far, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> relevant. Relevant. <laughs> uh, it was on a blog called The Man Rules. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Your initial reaction is correct. Um, okay, great. <laughs> that, that it, it, and it will not change at any point in time. Um, uh, he actually, f I saw, uh, followed up on his post about backwards hats and said that post uh, had been viewed 10 times more than any other uh, post that he's written. Mm -hmm. He also has a book. Struck a nerve then, huh? Struck a nerve, which again, is, I think is reflective of what I've seen of like people having all these opinions. Um, uh, and... Uh, he also has a book. I don't know who, you know, anyone can kind of 
self-publisher. I don't know. I don't know what he did, but the, he he did write a book um, that mm-hmm. is also called the manuals. Which, um, oh god, okay. So I want to read this one uh, paragraph. It's all about his view of backwards hats are stupid. You should never wear one. There's no reason to do it, etc., etc., etc. And so he said one of the common. Uh, questions why do you care how i wear my hat and his response was because despite the goofy appearance you're projecting i still dream of the day when all guys will become men i know it's a long shot the odds are stacked against me and frankly there are days when i uh, despair of ever seeing my dream come to fruition but i press on persevering believing in my heart that one day all males will be actual men that women will automatically respect us just because of who we are that we as a gender will assume our rightful place among the pantheon of immortals that our contributions and sacrifices will be recognized and honored for their importance hmm. Hmm. and okay. when i was reading this post i was like this is great sarcasm. This is this satire is on point, man. Men are the worst, and then, and then come to find out, he had some other transphobic post that was like, "Oh no, you're serious. Like you're yeah. you're like this is what you think is like." <laughs> um, and and something that I thought was common, and I think is common from all the examples you gave, is is backwards hat being a sign of counterculture, whether it is because. Mm a black person wore them like fresh Prince, yeah. like Ken Griffey jr. There are people that, you know, would, would, uh, post about, you know, someone wearing a backwards hat as a thug. Um, mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. that came up a lot for me, or there's a popular thing of Fred Durst, uh, from Limp Biscuit, mm-hmm. sorry, Bizkit, uh, wearing yeah. a backwards hat. You mentioned at- our apologies to Mr. Durst. <laughs> oh, my apologies. <laughs> um, Mr. Biscuit, uh, <laughs> you know, there are just a lot of examples of how a backwards hat, was became representative of this counterculture. And Mm -hmm. I think this response, like it's not what men do is, is a, I think that's why there's such strong opinions about it. It is because people are responding to, you're not fitting in with us. You're not doing what we do either because, you know, you're Fred Durst and you're, I don't know, singing about Wookiees. What was it? Um, Ba, ba, what ba? No, (laughs) no, that wasn't him. Okay. We're not adding that. Are we? Um, No. Or because you, you're black, so you don't fit in. Like there are all these reasons people had of why, uh, you know, you you wouldn't fit in, and and you're supposed to do what they do and look like they look like. And if you don't, you're doing something wrong. I, and I think a backwards hat is is a, a kind of a reflection of that. And and yeah. I, it's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Then it's been associated with like you know someone who's a bad boy or someone who's like a bro. It's just like I think kind of starts to then be adopted by other people including i think like bros are then like oh well i want to be cool too because cool people wearing backwards hats so then it becomes a little bit more mainstream and then gay dudes like want to be bros or want to present more masks sometimes like it's it's just a very interesting tumbling progression of I, i think it comes down to like this idea that it's not what men do it's not how to be a man yeah. Well, and where I thought maybe you were going with, with it is, is that, uh, like when, when people start having negative opinions about trends in clothing, uh, that kind of gatekeeping is almost always there's a racism tie in. <laughs> like, pull your pants up is mm. really code for you're black. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, 
Um, and, and I wonder if there's a hat connection there also, right? Like, uh, yeah, you mentioned the Fresh Prince, but then Ken Griffey Jr., who I want to talk about also. I don't know if this is the time to do that or not, yeah. but, um, um, in f- Friday, there's one of the characters that has a backwards hat. Like, yeah, it, it definitely is. There's something to black culture that I've saw coming up many times as I was looking up stuff about this. Well, and, and um, Bloods and Crips being red and blue and the choice of hat color being associated with that, there's um, there's there's something there, too. Like, I remember red and blue um, baseball caps without logos being banned at my high school for a short period of time because, yeah, the Bloods and the Crips and Zilla fucking Washington were a problem. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, um, it, but, yeah, this this whole thing, this whole thing of, like, when you start policing what people are wearing what's the real reason for that? Because what somebody else wears, like if, as long as it's not indecent is none of your fucking business. Yeah. What is it about you that you feel the need to control what this other person is wearing? It's probably bigotry in there somewhere. Yeah. I think, I think something that like, I'm, I'm just, I mean, knew about, but learning more and more examples of this is that you're not, it's not okay. It's not PC to criticize, uh, or attack someone's race or someone's sexual orientation. So they find something that they can redirect towards yeah. that seems like uh, could be just a, uh, you're not speaking the right way. Like you, yeah. I don't care who you are, but why do you speak like that? Like that, that on the surface, you can say, well, that's just about grammar and English. Like you can provide a justification that, that maybe even you believe is not at all based on race, but it's specifically so that you can demean a specific race. I think a backwards hat is a great example of, yeah, redirect baggy pants, hoodies, um, you know, ways to redirect your racism towards an item. It's that's like fetish, a fetish in that way, like directing your sexual, sexual urges towards a specific item. What's the, what's that for racism? That's like the same thing though. Right. Maybe like redirecting your racism to us, to an object or <laughs> that's <thing>. interesting. <laughs> I'm sure that there's a name for that too. There, that seems like it could be a thing. Okay. So it's, it's a little bit of an awkward segue, but I want, I want to throw it in, in, in there. So if you, if you don't say that, then people won't notice, <laughs> but if you no, do, true. then it seems more awkward. And then if that's I call true. it out, then it's even more awkward. So let's, let's do this. <laughs> Well, well, so Ken Griffey Jr., who was a really big deal in Seattle sports, I re- I remember even caring about him, and I was a queer kid. Mm-hmm. Um, you were a little but, flit. Yeah, I was a little flit, a flitlet. Um, <laughs> and so, um, it's interesting because his backward hat, which he gave an explanation for why he wore his hat backward, that I it's adorable that we'll talk about in a second. But he actually got criticism from coaches of other teams for wearing his hat backward. Huh. So much so that other players on the team started doing it and booing uh, the the teams that had called him out like that. Oh. But I wonder, in a sport that's largely a white man's sport, or you know, whiter than most other professional sports, if if th- that had any, if there was a directed racism there as well, hmm. right? Like like, how dare this kid do this? Anyway, um, Ken Griffey Jr. 
his dad, Ken Griffey Sr., was also a professional baseball player. And in fact, the two of them played on the Seattle Mariners at the same time. No which way. Is, yeah, there are very few instances of a father and son both playing professional sports at the same time on the same team. It's like Will Smith acting with Jaden in the pursuit of happiness. It's just brings them together. Yes, it's exactly exactly the same thing. <laughs> you, you know, you, you, you're, you're super right. Um, eh. uh, but uh, anyway, I first of all, I don't know if you know what he looks like or not, but I had oh, I very do, con- because in my Patreon segment, we'll be looking at images of people in backwards hats, famous backwards hat people. And he's one of them. He yeah. looks good. He, OK, I I had very confusing feelings about <laughs> him. I thought he was beautiful and i was mm-hmm. obsessed with his look as as a kid and then felt ashamed of that and mm-hmm. and 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 tried to hide it and it was it was real confusing but in in the late 80s and early 90s when he started playing he was only like 19 or 20 years old damn and and hot <laughs> i thought he was hot yeah that that man is fucking gorgeous yeah anyway the whole reason that he wore that hat according to uh, interviews that he gave um, in 2016 was because, uh, uh, quote, my dad had a fro and I didn't. <laughs> so I wore his hat and it always hit me in the face. His hat was way too big. So I just turned it around and it just stuck. So he's like a kid trying to wear his dad's pants. Yeah. He's trying to wear his dad's hat and his dad had an afro underneath of the hat that he didn't have the hat would just slide down the front of his face when he wore his dad's hat so he turned it around and that's how it became his uh like signature thing that's adorable quote it wasn't yeah quote it wasn't like i was trying to be a tough guy or change the way that baseball is played it was just that my dad wore a size seven and a half and i had a six and a quarter it was just too big um so so that leads to um a, a not fun to talk about thing, but something that I didn't realize about Ken Griffey Jr. that I, I think fits in with our messages about um, mental health and, and, and self-esteem on the show. So uh, in January of 1988, Ken Griffey Jr. at the age of 18 attempted to commit suicide. Wow. He swallowed 277 aspirin pills, uh, wound up in the intensive care unit in Providence Hospital in Mount Airy, Ohio. And... Uh, he survived the attempt, obviously. Um, but uh, uh, he said, quote, it seemed like everyone was yelling at me in baseball. Then I came home and everyone was yelling at me there. I got depressed. I got angry. I didn't want to live. And uh, but basically his dad being a professional baseball player, all of this pressure for him to succeed and be as good as his dad at it that i guess his dad was part of that pressure he just felt like he couldn't escape criticism about his baseball playing and that that drove him to to uh, try to commit suicide wow um both griffey jr and his father have stated that the incident changed their relationship and that there's now more understanding on both sides um and a, a couple of messages about that i guess that that like you don't know what's going on for someone else um they're they're really the only person that knows and um that that serious mental health issues up to and including self-harm and suicide can happen to people that are otherwise you know super successful and or famous and um that it it shouldn't 
you, you shouldn't discount the possibility of people that, that seem to have their shit together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think it's uh, not that we need any more reasons, but like another reason that like, why would you judge or care about someone wearing a backwards hat? Why would you spend your time and effort worrying about someone's backwards hat? It's like the, you never know what's going on for people. So like criticizing them about these minute inane things that have no effect on you. It's just like, why, why is that even important to take that risk of like hurting someone in a way that like for, you know, for what? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, Ken Griffey Jr. is beautiful. I know, right? That's my segment. well, Well, my segment is, do people think it's beautiful to wear a backwards hat? <laughs> oh, I was going to try to do this whole thing where like I had you r- rank dudes with or without backwards hats on and see how consistent this was. Ten. But Ten. Yeah. It, Ten. It became very clear that it was, it, it was unnecessary yeah. that you were going to do that yourself. And the answer would be yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So do people think it's beautiful? Uh, well, Mike. Funny you should ask. Uh, there, I did not find any uh, a fish gata, so I will give you just uh, a few different things. Whenever I found a number or percentage that someone referenced, I pulled it in, and I figured if I have a bunch of uh, low-quality, incorrect data points, then I'll just have several of them, and that equals mm-hmm. one good research study. I do have one association that I want to throw in there somewhere. Okay. I, wonder, I wonder if any of it has to do, if your stuff... Or mine, for that matter, has anything to do with the fact that um, uh, guys, when they when they when they wear a baseball cap, especially when they put it backwards, they seem to like touch the sides of it and move their hat in a way that like they kind of flex when they're doing it. Like I associate I associate putting on adjusting futzing with a hat and like the flexing of the dude that is is wearing it. And they're usually athletes, right? Like at least in in um, they're usually athletes. I just jizzed myself twice. Um, g- okay, g- no, I mean, it's not in my mind, but like those are two individual things that I really enjoy and you just combine them. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> let's, take, let's take a break. Um, right. No, um, okay. So here's the data I found. This is from Stacy from my1053wjlt.com. Um, she posted a, that sounds, seems like a radio station. I think she posted a Facebook poll where people said, uh, where women said if they thought it was hot or not. And 65% of women said they thought that men with their hat backwards is hot. H-A-W-T, just to hot. 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 <laughs> okay, great. Uh, on dirtfork.com in an article that Joshua, uh, called Caudill wrote, he said, studies show that when you wear a backwards hat, 86% of the public believes you're a European tennis player. The, okay. the, the, the other 12% assume you're going as Smokey from the movie Friday. Oh, God. And, That's great. And then the last one, Data Lounge, which it seems like it's just a random site where anyone can post anything and people can vote on it. Um, there and was, call it data. And call it data. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> technically it is data. It's, whether it's good or bad, it's different. Um, do you ever wear a baseball cap during they misspelled it during sex uh and well data point of one kyle has so i have never (laughs) actually done it oh i've 
Oh, well, he requested I, it. Yeah, he has. Um, okay. uh, have you ever worn a baseball cap during sex? Yes. Uh, is 18%. No is 52%. No, but it's hot to see other dudes do it. 30%. Okay, great. <laughs> so like people are into it, but haven't really done it. Hmm. 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 Um, that's your gay data yeah sure Gata? that counts <laughs> okay great <laughs> it's our show kyle we do what we want okay maybe now is the time to circle back to uh reflecting on if if why and if i figured out why i'm into it yeah yeah do you do you does any of that land with you that like you you know why and maybe it doesn't matter because i do think that there's a certain amount of like you you don't it's not a problem like you don't need to get to the root cause of something that's not a problem you clearly enjoy it and it hurts nobody so like do what you want yeah yeah great good for you yeah it is i i think it's an interesting thing to think about i think it um becomes especially when you're talking about in the gay community when it is a a reflection of wanting masculinity like i think being into dudes that are more masculine dudes that are straight acting backwards hats. Like I think that kind of fits into the idea. Like it could be that you are into like you're, you have this accidental homophobic thing where you're not into any one femme because of your internalized homophobia, you know, like uh, there's that yeah, risk. Sure. Also, it could just be you're into dudes with backwards hats. Um, yeah. I, I did not mention, but there is an advocate article uh, by Ben Kowaler where he wrote about like, he decided to wear a backwards hat and become mask. And he like, he said he went, uh, he's gay dude. He like went out one, uh, Halloween as like a, a baseball player. He was like, I can't even name a baseball player. Like is Sammy Sosa one, maybe like, and <laughs> wore a backwards hat. And he said he danced with someone who was like far more attractive than, than he should have gotten. And oh, <laughs> so, um, okay. The, the reason I mentioned that, um, a possibility that I think is out there is he says in the article, uh, it is a chance to enact the fantasy of landing one of the normal sporty boys from our formative years. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, I was, I was, I was contemplating something similar. Like if you're, if you're gay and having feelings for boys, but you don't want to, and you're fighting it and that somehow gets like trained on their hats. Like it's the cute boys at school that wore hats yeah. that you're like into and it gets wired that way for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, to me, I think it's like, I, I do think there's a risk for me that it is verging on a, a toxic space of like my being into like bros and, and gym dudes and, and like backwards hat. I think there's like, uh, well, it's, I don't know. I, I, maybe it's, I think like I want someone overall that like is like aggressive and dumb and doesn't care about my feelings in bed. And that can be fun and hot and it is, but also reflective of, it's like, it's, I think some sexual um, interests are a, an expression, a way to manage or deal with other things in your life. And for me, that would be like, I'm really bad at speaking up. I'm really bad at being assertive. So the idea of like being like someone else just completely like controlling the entire like thing is like super hot because it just like puts that into action and like makes it mm. it like it, it almost like makes that the rule yeah yeah 
Okay. Interesting. I also read something that, that I, there are some things that I look like I'm interested in or look at like porn wise that I'm like, Oh, this, I'll, I'll look at these like extreme things or things like backwards hats that I'm like, am I, yeah, do I need to like fix myself or why am I into this or why am I so like excited by this? And someone wrote that like, either taboo fetishes or fetishes like your interests in porn it are not always doesn't mean it's a bucket list you're mm. like I, I and that's how i think i think of like if i watch porn it's like well i haven't done that so that so i guess i either need to go out and find a way to do it or like wow i guess i'm just a prude or like or you know why have i not why why have other gay dudes done that and i haven't and so like thinking about it as like, this is not a bucket list or this is not a thing you have to actually do or act on. Maybe you can just be like into it, um, jerk off to it, watch porn about it or whatever. Like that's fine. So that, that I think also applies here in that, like, maybe I just think, I think, and I think I've talked about this. Maybe I just think like backwards hat bros, gym bros are like a hot sexual fantasy. That doesn't mean I want to like go date one. That doesn't mean like I only date, I, in fact, I have not dated guys like that at all. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think I want you to date one. So <laughs> there's, there's, okay, maybe that's not true because there's part of me that it was like, if I just found like a guy who had that look, but then also was like smart and accomplished and had other qualities, man, that'd be my dream. <laughs> Come back, Kyle. Come back. We almost made it to the end of the episode. I don't want to. I want to stay in my fantasy. Okay. I tell listeners that like, you know, overly sexual things make me uncomfortable. If you're, if you're, if you're bro with a backwards hat, go go ahead. Hit me up. You don't mean that even a little bit, Kyle. Don't, don't you play with that fire. Ooh. I do. Hit me up. (laughs) Get him a pants. Don't come crying to us when they do. Yeah. Spell come crying. <laughs> <sighs> oh God! Uh, did, did we do it? No, let me think a little bit more. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Ooh. Hi. Oh. Okay, great. You need a break. Uh, <laughs> 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 do I? Yeah. Do I? Okay, yeah, you okay, yes, sure, okay. Great, great. Let's take a break. Uh, (laughs) That was very uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. So are we back? We're back. We're back. Uh, Back word, hat. Great. We did it. Um, we're going to do our gays and straightest. We're going to do our gays and straightest. But first, our website is gayishpodcast.com. Our, I got so distracted by bros. Okay. Um, what am I doing? At gayish podcast on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, YouTube. Our hotline, you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails is 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rates apply. Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And our mailing address is post office box 19882, Seattle, Washington, 98109, which mm. we got something. Ooh, I'm not there in person, so I just have to 
appreciate from afar. Yeah, it's from my mother. Thanks, Ma Johnson. Well, I guess I'll wait to thank you to see what it is. For, for Valentine's Day. Aw. We Happy are recording Valentine's this on Valentine's Day. Day. I know it was in the past for y'all, but... Yeah. Um, okay, so let's see. First... Uh, oh, these say, for Kyle, to Kyle, <gasps> a package of Lady Gaga Oreos. Oh, my God! Everyone's talking about those! <laughs> Uh, Mike, I know there's a lot of snow, but get up here. Okay. <laughs> Give me those right. Oreos. Oh, uh, oh, oh. A, a, a package of Mike and Kyle's. <laughs> <laughs> and. This is a rain poncho, but it says, Dan, be careful. This giant body condom has holes in it. Love, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> thank you patty <laughs> okay great thanks mom happy valentine's day that's amazing have you been seeing all the posts about the lady gaga oreos yeah that should yeah. be my dan says no wow that should be my straightest thing is not uh not having purchased lady gaga oreos yet but it, they say pink colored golden cookie with green cream and all, all that shit tastes like Oreos taste like Oreos. None of that was a know? flavor. Gayest <laughs> <laughs> uh, and straightest? Yeah, sure. Let's do our gayest and straightest. Uh, okay. I'm, go ahead. I'm going to go first. Okay, do it. Go Because I'm wearing a backwards hat, so that means I'm dumb. Um, and I'm a man. And I go first. Uh, mostly because also, uh, while I was doing research for this episode, my gayest is that I found an app called Bro. And it's the bro app. And it's an app where you find other bros for bromance, for sex, for friends, for whatever bros do. And you can like, I don't know, fist bump them. Like they have all these like different <laughs> things. And I, I was like, I'll do this for the show. Beep, boop, boop. And, and I downloaded it. Mm-hmm. Um, my straightest is I hung up uh, a coat, like coat hanger, which you can see in. Yeah. I see. Um, I see. And I had to find... It's a coat rack. Coat rack. Just Thank for you. listeners. A coat <laughs> hanger. It would be like you just sticking a coat hanger on the wall, which would be <laughs> I glued sad. a coat hanger on the wall. Um, yeah, a coat rack. And I had to uh, find where the studs were. I had to, like, one of them... Like, right didn't, here. Okay, great. <laughs> Daddy joke. Uh, I had to figure out where the... Um, there wasn't a stud, so I had to use a wall anchor. And there's like in this process many straight things one of them was like oh i don't have a drill i can fudge this and like that phrase mm. of just like eh, i could fudge this so it was just like jamming things to like try to get a hole that was big enough to get the anchor in it worked don't make those faces dan it worked out <laughs> and and then um at one point i had like screws in my mouth and for some reason uh-huh. like put like putting nails or screws in your mouth so you have them to use like i just associate that with like dudes making shit that like for sure i totally agree good for you i'm so proud of you thanks i also need a power drill and that's wanting legitimately wanting a power drill is not something i do often so yeah and it's it's held my stuff up so i'm it's so far it's working awesome i have one you can borrow if and when but maybe you need your own oh oh i mean i i really don't i won't i won't buy one like and then i'll need one again in seven years and be like huh 
Okay, great. Well, the gayest thing about me this week is it's backward hat day and I own exactly <laughs> zero baseball caps. Like y'all showed up all in in costume, ready and prepped, and I had nothing. And so I had to wear this weird Irish hat instead, which does not work the same. Mm-mm. Nope. And uh, the straightest thing about me this week, I, I can feel the judgment from both of you before I even say it, was uh, last night I took the Jeep out to play in the snow. <laughs> Like it, it, we're in snowpocalypse. We got like eight to 10 inches in Seattle, which it almost never snows here. But we got like we legit got snow last yeah. night. And um, I, I there are a couple of like side streets that are reasonably like safe. I'm not like driving around the city or on the freeway or anything. But I just I wanted to I wanted to go do some like cookies and shit like that. So I did cookies. Yeah. Where you like make a make fishtail the Jeep or, like. That sounds Slide on purpose. scary. That sounds like you could like spin out. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Anyway, my that's... my like snow activity was taking Reynolds out and like he has such little legs because he's part dachshund. He's like mostly in the snow and he's like he just starts eating it sometimes. And like it's, he's just very adorable. Yep. Yeah. I saw the, the, the pictures are adorable, too. Like yeah. I had to I had to I have to post pictures of my dog in the snow. Yeah, everybody wants that too. So like, it's yeah, a win-win. Yeah, yeah. Well, a listener's gay and straightest. Uh, this one comes to us from Discord. Uh, Noodle dude says, <laughs> "Straightest driving a lifted Ford F two fifty and saying to myself, I'm bigger than you. Get out of my way.' <laughs> Gayest singing along to ABBA inside said truck because I am the dancing queen. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah." Um, well, that is it. A special thank you to Ken Griffey Jr. for being beautiful. Uh, a even more special thank you to any backwards hat dude who puts their penis inside of me. Great. Yeah. Um, and since we're recording some Valentine's Day, thank you to both of you for being my Valentine. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Pass. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> uh, um, and also thank you to our super gap bridgers christopher farrell tipsy mcstumbles chris Cachatorian, jerome york and cian hazen we appreciate the people that give us money most of all <laughs> that's it this has been gayish from the chris Cachatorian studios i'm mike johnson i'm kyle getz until next week be butch be butch be butch just put your hat back and be butch no be, uh, be butch be fabulous be you Goodbye. Goodbye. I got so distracted by bros. Okay, um, what am I doing?